This is Alan Wu for TSC News Radio. Back on April 11th, 2017, I got to visit Foley's New York across from the Empire State Building because Amanda Kessel and team captain Megan Duggan from the United States women's hockey team were paying a visit to New York City to greet the media and celebrate their latest world championship win. But their toughest fight was with the United States hockey organization itself because these women wanted much better pay to justify their success on the ice. And wait until you hear what legendary sports figure lent them a helping hand. And sitting down with Amanda Kessel, one of the stars of the American National Championship women's hockey team. Amanda, uh, I have to say, um, I think back to the NWHL season, and one of the toughest teams you guys had to face, the Boston Pride, which was then undefeated. So um, I, I, I want to ask what it was like inside the locker room and the mentality. What what made you guys think that that was going to be the game that you would take them down, get that win over them? Think well, back to that. It, it was um, it was a buildup of the entire season. You know, we had played them close all season long. Yeah. And we we had confidence that we could win, and we had to play super well, and we. Um, in order to do that, but it was it was something that was there for us to, to achieve, and it was I think we had a lot of confidence in each other. Uh, right, and you know the National Women's Hockey League season starts again in October, I believe, and it, and uh, you know I remember the season finishing up and the whirlwind of going between that off season to what was going to happen, the World Championship, the negotiations. Give me a sense of the tension that there that was there. How involved did you have to be, and what it was holding like? Now that the holding's over with, and you guys have a World Championship in your pocket, what was that off season like? Yeah, it was a whirlwind. It was, it was ups and downs and, um, you know, happiness, anger, frustration, stressful, but but in the end, it was, it was so much bigger than, than anything else that we were trying to achieve, that we were willing to give up the world championships, but... And you know what was so amazing to me, having read about the situation, was the solidarity of the junior team, the high school players, who all said, "How is your involvement with the, the team? Have you gotten to speak with the coaches and the and the, uh, players that are younger? And uh, what were they? It was unequivocal. They really supported. They were supporting the lockout. Right? They were supporting the boycott if it were to come to that, wasn't it? Yeah, it's crazy that every time that um, that gets brought up, I, I have the chills. Like, just to see that happen, it's truly incredible, the support that we had. And, and without everybody buying in, this one to got done. It, it was about more than us, the future generations, women's hockey, and women's sports in general. And, you know, uh, social media, I believe you're on Instagram now. I remember when I started on Instagram, it feels like yesterday. Um, yeah, how how rewarding has it been? Is it anything that you're uh, somebody who is willing to keep up with social media? I heard a lot of people say, you know, they let someone else do it for them or they have a hard time keeping up with uh, whatever the is. What do you think about the social media movement and how how it's helped out all of National Women's Hockey League? Oh, yeah, that's, that was a huge part of of our deal and of our yeah. visibil- visibility in general, so it's something that has to be super important to us. And sitting down with Amanda Kessel, one of the stars of the American National Championship women's hockey team. Amanda, uh, I have to say, um, I think back to the NWHL season, and one of the toughest teams you guys had to face, the Boston Pride, which was then undefeated. So um, I, I, I want to ask what it was like inside the locker room and the mentality. What what made you guys think that that was going to be the game that you would take them down, get that win over them? 
think back to that. It was um, it was a build up of the entire season. You know, we had played them close all season long. Yeah. And we we had confidence that we could win, and we had to play super well, and we um, in order to do that. But it was it was something that was there for us to to achieve. And it was, I think we had a lot of confidence in each other. Uh, right. And, you know, the National Women's Hockey League season starts again in October, I believe. And, it, and uh, you know, I remember the season finishing up and the whirlwind of going between the off season to what was going to happen in the World Championship, the negotiations. Give me a sense of the tension that there that was there. How involved did you have to be and what it was holding? Like, now that the holding's over with and you guys have a World Championship in your pocket, what was that off season like? Yeah, it was a whirlwind. It was, it was ups and downs and, um, you know, happiness, anger, frustration, stressful. But but in the end, it was, it was so much bigger than, than anything else that we were trying to achieve. But we were willing to give up the world championships. But... And you know what was so amazing to me, having read about the situation, was the solidarity of the junior team, the high school players, who all said, "How is your involvement with the, the team? Have you gotten to speak with the coaches and the and the, uh, the players that are younger? And uh, what were they? It was unequivocal. They really supported. They were supporting the lockout. Right? They were yeah. supporting the boycott if it were to come to that, wasn't it? Yeah, it's crazy that every time that um, that gets brought up, I I have the chills. Like, just to see that happen, it's truly incredible, the support that we had. And, and without everybody buying in, this wouldn't have got done. It, it was about more than us, the future generations, women's hockey, and women's sports in general. And, you know, uh, social media, I believe you're on Instagram now. I remember when I started on Instagram, it feels like yesterday. Um, yeah, how, how rewarding has it been? Is it anything that you're uh, somebody who is willing to keep up with social media? I heard a lot of people say, you know, they let someone else do it for them or they have a hard time keeping up with uh, whatever things is. What do you think about the social media movement and how how it's helped out all of National Women's Hockey League? Oh, yeah, that's, that was a huge part of of our deal and of our yeah. visibil visibility in general, so it's something that has to be super important to us. Alright everybody, I'm here with Megan Duggan. There is a big difference in mentality when you get the deal done, isn't there? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it certainly created a lot of uh, momentum and energy and excitement for us finishing that deal and leading into the tournament. And once we got there though, um, it was all about, you know, the goal that we were trying to accomplish, which was winning a gold medal. Um, you know, it'd be the first American team to do it on home soil and uh, it was pretty fantastic to do that on Friday night. You know what struck me is I personally met Billie Jean King about half a year ago and it's, I've heard that she got in touch with the negotiation team, she got in touch with the players and the representatives. I mean, uh, that, that had to have been was it surprising? Was yeah. it surprising? It was. It was unbelievable. I mean, to hear to hear from someone like Billie Jean King, you know, someone of her magnitude and status and what she's done for women's sports, I, I just about dropped my phone when I got the message from her. So, um, absolutely fantastic to have her support. She is, you know, the original trailblazer in women's sports and uh, meant the world to our team. Based on what we just went through and the visibility that I think um, you know we raised for women's hockey, to me the sky's the limit. You know, women's hockey is one of the fastest growing sports uh, in the U.S. And, and in the world. So I'm certainly excited to be like pushing it forward ahead, and um, you know I'm looking forward to seeing how far it goes in the future.
Definitely. And you know, you also happen to be an ambassador for Lululemon. What do you guys got going on so far between them and the company? Are they big hockey fans? And yeah. How did start up? Yeah, they're awesome. I mean, uh, everyone everyone I've been in touch with there at Lulu is, is just fantastic. They, you know, they love people who, who exercise and move and, um, you know, bring energy to their communities and things like that. So I love being associated with a company that's, that's you know, has such a great mission statement and is, you know, um, so passionate about an active lifestyle and, um, you know, in terms and I think they love being associated with athletes that clearly do the same. Yeah, and I definitely invite people to find out more about the story of Lululemon. Started out a, a, a woman founded the company. It's one of the major companies in terms of impacting the women in the economy and uplifting women. I think the one one thing that I want to get touched on because the women, National Women's Hockey League starts out in October. Usually the season starts in October and it wraps up later in the month. Uh, give me a sense of what it's like to be on the road. You're still traveling very often. Yeah. You're going from region to region. It, is uh, the camaraderie, um, is it really a civil ride on the bus? Because you get to ride on the bus. How is yeah. a family bond like? It, yeah, I mean, it, it is, travel. as professional athletes, are used to being on the road all the time. Um, and, you know, those bus rides with the team are, are always fun. Sometimes they can get long. And, and this year we had a, uh, we were stuck in a snowstorm for about 12 hours. The bus didn't move for a while. So those uh, those bus rides are always tough. But, you know, you watch movies and you bring snacks and you uh, you build camaraderie with the team and things like that. And that's just, uh, that's the life of, of uh, women's pro hockey right now. Oh, that is amazing. I want to thank you again yep, so much for the time. Thank All you. the best. Awesome. Here's a few follow-ups and fast facts for you. Megan Duggan and several ladies from the women's hockey team actually posed for ESPN's body issue. Many of the players on that team are signed to play nationally for their local clubs in the National Women's Hockey League. So if you're living around that area, go check out their games once in a while. You'll be impressed. The Boston Pride signs Megan Duggan and Amanda Kessel plays for the Metropolitan Riveters, their New York's local team, and yes, her brother is Phil Kessel. But meantime, Pyeongchang is the place to be for these women and for your television remotes and dials to be on, because all week long on the networks of NBC, that includes NBC Sports Network, the USA Network, and CNBC, as well as the NBC National Network itself, these women will be playing hockey all around this week. Check the local listings on NBCOlympics.com and your NBC Sports app. Thanks so much to Team USA, and thanks to Jerry Milani and Joe Favorito, and especially to TSC News. You can check out more sports updates at thesportscourier.com and youtube.com slash thesportscourier, and look for TSC News on Facebook. I'm Alan Wu.